At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number two of VSIN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out here on a Friday night still to come in this hour. In fact, in 15 minutes, Danielle Alvari, VEASAN betting analyst, will join us to talk a little bit of she, college hoops. She's getting ready for that UCLA-Arizona oh, matchup yeah. tomorrow. Oh, of two potential Final Four teams, by the way. Nice win for UCLA. It did come at my expense, though, taking ASU plus five. Even game, ASU just... They got beat by the better team, basically. I don't know how to explain it in the final five minutes. UCLA just was able to hit shots, get stops, and... ASU ended up losing a game by 12 that was like a razor-thin game the whole way. Yeah, I was hoping the under would come through in that game. Unfortunately, that did not happen for me. Uh, so, hey, we're taking the loss, but there's always tomorrow's college basketball slate. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned with that UCLA and Arizona game being the headliner tomorrow, tip-off over at 11 o'clock West Coast time, 2 o'clock on the East Coast. Um, but right now, we also have some NBA games going on. Mavericks, Heat. About to wrap up. Dallas going to get the one fifteen to ninety victory. Yeah, this was a over Miami. For me. I was on the Heat, and uh, no chance for Miami. This was a wire to wire job. Uh, what what was a? Uh, we'll see what Lucas' stat line was uh, in the uh, final. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he didn't play the last several minutes. They absolutely didn't need him. But uh, Luca, yeah, thirty four oh. points, twelve rebounds, and seven assists. That'll work. 
I think it might have actually went under his pra, though. I think his pra was like right there, though. This is pra 80. It, was, it was like 53 and a half or somewhere around there. So he might have went under, depending on what number you got. Well, we do have a couple more NBA games set to tip off here during this segment. So let's get you those handicaps. Uh, the second half of this national TV doubleheader in the association is the Memphis Grizzlies, owners of the league's longest active win streak, which is set at 11. They are in Los Angeles tonight to take on the Lakers. Grizzlies, seven-point favorites total, 244. Yeah, Lakers hadn't hadn't been uh, too bad as, as a home underdog this year. This is a big number, obviously, a big total. And if you look, uh, the, the Grizzlies actually have gone over a lot lately. However, uh, best adjusted defensive rating in the NBA – both these teams do play pet fast. I think they're like, you know, top half of the league, both of them in terms of offensive possession length. But, you know, the Lakers, uh, the, their pace has been kind of middle of the road, though, the last few games. 99.4 offensive rating, only rated 20th. Uh, you know, lack of efficiency, too, on the offense. The under, I believe, has gone, uh, the total has gone under four of the last five Laker games, 12 of the last 15 against the Grizzlies. So... Did not bet this, uh, you know, full disclaimer, but would lean a little bit to the under here in this spot. At, at seven, it seems like the sevens get taken on the Lakers, and then it goes mm -hmm. down to six and a half. It's pretty much split even across the board. Some have six and a half, some have seven. Uh, you know, obviously, even though the Lakers are down, everybody gets up for them. So you would think yeah. Ja and company want to put on a show in, in Los Angeles, but. Nothing for me here. I know the Lakers have been a solid home underdog, but I'm not going to get involved. Small lean to the under. Everybody loves that grand stage of uh, the Crypto.com Arena. I mean, you get the celebrities out there sitting courtside. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to show out there for uh, Yeah, for and, and, Memphis, and is one, Memphis is one of those teams that's, you know, a small market team. They're 31 and 13 right yeah. now. And, uh, you know, they want to prove that, hey, we're amongst the elite in the league and, you know, that – Grind City is here to stay at the top of the association. I believe that they're the third best record in the league because Boston and, D and Denver uh, are 1-2 right now. But Memphis, 31-13, and 20-3 and three at home. They've been unbeatable down there at the FedEx Forum. Just 11-10 and 10 on the road, but the number's probably right. Yeah, no, the number's right. Any props for you in this game? Mm. I didn't. I, I did not play any yeah. any anything here. Uh, just uh, looking. I'm trying to see if we have like a prop sheet. Uh, Let me take a look in front of me. Uh, I can go ahead and find Le, it. On the Le, website, LeBron, yeah. LeBron, by the way, is going to play. You know, mm -hmm. ankle, so he he is uh, going to play tonight. He's he's been scoring uh, a lot bigger lately. <laughs> His points prop is at 33 and a yeah, half. Yeah, they've been raising because LeBron has LeBron has really had to score. For, for this team to compete, if you, if you look at just kind of uh, his stat lines lately, uh, LeBron James, and and he's been having a score. You know, he's still averaging almost 30 a game. But if you look earlier in the season, you know, he's kind of down in the low 20s a lot, but mm -hmm. had 32 against Sacramento on Wednesday night, had 48 against Houston, 35 against Philadelphia, 24 in that double overtime game against Dallas, and then the game against Sacramento last week. He had 37, so you're starting to see. Well, yeah, I'm trying to see when he started this like scoring barrage. It was it, actually it kind of like in mid December. Yeah, coincided with Anthony Davis getting hurt. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. He's absolutely had to. He's put up some big ones. I uh, had 43 
against Charlotte, 47 to end the year in Atlanta. Yeah, that was the birthday boost. Though. Yeah, yeah, that was the birthday <laughs> game. I was trying to remember which one of them because I knew he had one yeah. close to 50, but... The most obvious prop over of the season, yeah. and not, neither of us played it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, Steve, St- Steven Adams, maybe on his rebounds, could be a way you want to look uh, with, with Memphis uh, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Thomas Bryant can get rebounds, but it is tough to get rebounds against Steven Adams. I mean, the guy just you know, eats up everything on the glass. So he's always the guy that is really, I, what's he averaging? 11, oh, 11.3. Yeah, 11 and a half is where his rebounds prop is. So okay. Minus yeah. 130 on the over. Because I was looking, because he has put some, uh, yeah, he had uh, he had 18 uh, uh, last week against San Antonio, actually 18 and 15 in back-to-back games. Had 15 at Charlotte. Had uh, 23 to start 2013, or 23 at uh, Sacramento. So, this is a guy 21 against New Orleans. So this is a guy that can put up a lot of rebounds. Lakers really don't have a lot of size down low except mm-hmm. for Thomas Bryant without AD in the lineup. So Steven Adams maybe on his rebounds is where I would look. Yeah, 11 and a half is where that is set. I was looking at LeBron's assists and rebounds props. So LeBron, his points prop 33 and a half. We've established that. His rebounds prop was set at eight and a half, and his assists prop was set at seven and a half. So uh, they're expecting some big things from uh, King James. Yeah, this yeah, with this high a total, too. 244 yeah. is a really high total. Actually, we got two at around yes, 244 because we, we have uh, Oklahoma City and uh, Sacramento. King's got to be the story of the NBA season, right? At least the, I, the, the underdog story of the yeah. NBA season. I think Mike Brown, if it was decided today, he might win NBA Coach of the Year. I think he's a chance. Nobody expected anything from this team. They've been no. bad for so many years out there, and it – and they really do have a great fan base out in Sacramento. There was a thought, hey, this team's going to move. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, you know, they, they were like literally saying goodbye on the telecast a few years ago, kept them in Sacramento. So uh, uh, they are getting the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. By the way, Sabonis, who had been battling an illness, he is going to be upgraded. Everybody really that's been battling mm-hmm. the illness is going to play. So it looks like. Uh, all systems go in terms of the usual starting lineups. Kings have gotten the money here. I think that was because Sabonis got ruled in. Yeah. This was three, and now it's five, five and a half. So your starting lineups, uh, SGA, Josh Giddy, uh, Dort, Jalen Williams, and then Jay- there's two Jalen Williamses, by the uh, way, in the Oklahoma City lineup. J-A-L-E-N and then J-A-Y-L-I-N. So there's two of those uh, in, for the Thunder. Uh, uh, Fox, Kevin Herter. Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, Demonis Sabonis. That's the starting five for the Sacramento Kings. I mean, that's such a high total, but I don't really want to go. I wouldn't really want to go under mm. in Kings games. You, they, they've just been an over team all season. Oklahoma City's got a lot of young kids with some piss and vinegar in them, you know, that that I think will be willing to play at their tempo. Uh and uh, five and a half is going to be looking like the closer, 244 pretty much across the board. It'd be over nothing for me, though. And I almost wonder, if you like Oklahoma City, maybe a way to play that is like some of those SGA props. Yeah. I mean, his points prop is at 30 and a half. The way he scores, I could see. This could be he, a 40-point night for SGA. He, he, he's go, he's going to get his chance uh, yeah. against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, this is a team pretty good offensively. Not good defensively, but look, I was just praising Mike Brown 
Coach of the Year, and I think he kind of he really deserves that consideration. Mm-hmm. He should be one of the top choices. Uh, we'll see if this Kings team is going to stay in the playoff chase, though. Where, where I mean, are they? They're, they're, they're the third, third seed. Yeah, they're That's the third seed right now in the Western Conference. That's what I'm saying. They're the underdog story of the season. I mean, and they have a winning record on the road. Cra- it's crazy. Yeah, the, nobody expected this. And look, Sabonis has been an All Star. De'Aaron Fox, I think, has been a near All Star as well. Mm-hmm. So you know. They figured out something there in Sacramento. Uh, Mike Brown getting some of that osmosis where he was on the Steve Kerr staff and putting that to good use as uh, uh, Memphis about ready to tip off here. 11 straight wins. Tied for the longest in franchise history. They can set a new record tonight. Would expect this team to be very motivated. Yeah, Memphis has 11 straight wins. Then Denver and Boston tied with eight straight wins. We saw the Celtics win last night against the Golden State Warriors. Denver right now, they're leading their game against the Indiana Pacers 61-53, and that game has actually just gotten halftime, and doing, being that halftime is game time here on VEASAN Live, but tonight let's get you those second-half numbers before we head to break here and welcome in Danielle Alvari. Uh, the Nuggets laying a half-point total 115 as they're up by eight at the break. Yeah, uh, 114 scored in the first half. I think this closed 236, dropped obviously with Jokic being out, so... Adjusted number would be 229 and a half. Small lean to the under here in the second mm-hmm. half. Pacers were getting blown out, but made it a little bit more competitive when in that second quarter. How about the second half in Brooklyn and Utah? Jazz have a 55-51 lead at the break. Utah laying one and a half total, 112 and a half. This is moving a little bit to the under, maybe because Brooklyn on the back-to-back. Brooklyn's mm-hmm. already lost two games, and I think they have another one with the Warriors. I believe that's a Sunday game. They don't want to go over on this road trip, so maybe you're going to see some good Nets defense in this second half. All right, we'll see. We get a motivated Nets squad out in Salt Lake City. Stick with us. On the other side, Danielle Alvari, VEASAN betting analyst, joins us to talk some college hoops here on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the action and all the changes in all of said action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round, so check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino, taking in a little bit of uh, NBA action on a Friday night, but also college hoops. And we'll be discussing the college basketball card in depth coming up in hour number three with the Reynolds wrap as we give out our plays and in-game betting strategies for tomorrow. But to help us get set already for tomorrow's college basketball, we bring in our friend, you know her, you love her, Danielle Alvari, VEASAN betting analyst here in her usual spot on a Friday evening. Danielle, we appreciate the time. As always, big game tomorrow for you and for the whole country. Everybody, all alive. Are you just going to slide over Reynolds' rap? Are we just going <laughs> to? Oh, everyone's accustomed to it. <laughs> They're all accustomed to I, it now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I missed it. It's the Reynolds rap. You got to tune in for hour number three. That's where we get Wes's uh, in game betting strategies. Okay, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> it's like, I'll be, oh, sure, I'll be tuned in for that. Exactly. Uh, your UCLA Bruins, though, back to business. They're in Tucson tomorrow mm-hmm. afternoon to take on Arizona. The, the game of the year in the Pac-12, at least up until this mm-hmm. point, UCLA currently a pick on the road. Total 150.5. Some places have the Bruins favored by one. Uh, but what's your read on this game? I'm sure you're back in your boys. Uh, but uh, how do you see this game kind of playing out? I did end up landing on UCLA Moneyline, of course, here. And I do believe this is a true pick at this situation. I was surprised to see Arizona getting points at home, uh, especially because you know they're going to get up for a game like this. But I do trust my Bruins here. And really, it's been a shaky road, especially with this Pac-12 play starting. Even Colorado came out, gave them a real true test, and they really didn't wrap that game up until the final 10 minutes. Then you see this Arizona State game most recently. Again, situational where I love betting the Bruins at this at the half because oftentimes they're down or at least you're getting a better number than you're getting pregame because they truly are a second half team. If there's a team I trust to close out a game right now in the Pac-12, it's UCLA. Uh, You have Arizona here been struggling a little bit against teams they kind of shouldn't. I mean, even losing to Washington State, no disrespect because Washington State, uh, UCLA only beat by one itself. So definitely respect there. But 
just some games dropping, some things not working out for them, and not just by a couple points, losing by 10 or more. So I trust UCLA more in this spot, even on the road. Uh, this is a seasoned team led by two seasoned seniors here in Jaime Hawkins Jr. and Tiger Campbell. And then even David Singleton has really stepped up this year. So I trust them in this spot on the road. They're eighth in turnover percentage on offense and ninth on defense, which means they don't give you the ball and they mm -hmm. take it from you. So uh, Arizona's best shot here with Tommy Lloyd, run, get out and run, trying to speed up UCLA's offense. But UCLA has made a measured approach, I think, to try to speed up their offense a little bit more this year uh, than in years past. They've really relied on that defense, especially when you have players like Tiger Campbell, who maybe can't beat you with his size, but can beat you with his speed. So I think we're seeing UCLA get a lot more comfortable at playing at the speed they need to play for a game. I think their best shot, of course, is to try to slow this team down. Um, and also, shout out to Adem Bona. He's been Pac-12 Freshman of the Week, what, back-to-back -back weeks now, and he's really taken strides in these last couple games. That's going to be crucial for them against this big Arizona team. Danielle hit it on the head, though, with UCLA and as a second-half team. 24-7 uh, mm -hmm. run the final 10 minutes uh, down yeah. in Tempe against ASU, so it was a split for me. First half winner, full game loser. I was very impressed with UCLA down the stretch, though, because they absolutely yeah. did shut down ASU. But, uh, Danielle, looking at some of your other card that you sent in, I believe we, we do actually match on one, and uh, that is going to Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, early tip-off, uh, 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific, uh, 12 there in Lawrence, and uh, we are on the same side. It's The line has come down a little bit. Still some seven and a half where we got it, but you like the Horn Frogs here, as do I. Yeah, TCU, uh, like you said, I think some people said they got an eight and a half or eight on this. It's already at seven and a half. TCU, literally the opposite of what we were just saying with UCLA, really having trouble finishing off close games. They lost to Iowa State in the final seconds, lost to Texas, blew a double-digit lead in that one. But they can keep it close. This is a tough TCU team, if nothing else. They're coming off that 74 to 65 loss on the road to West Virginia. But that was West Virginia's first conference win. They needed that bad. They were desperate. They were on, what, a six or seven game losing streak. Mm -hmm. So you have to factor that in with that win for them. Meanwhile, the Frogs defense, 19th in adjusted defensive efficiency. That's the reason these games stay close, not the offense necessarily. Their defense is also 19th in turnover percentage. It's not UCLA numbers, but it's pretty good. Um, and that creates opportunities for their offense, of course. They average 21.2 fast break points per game, which is incredible. It's the highest in the country. So ideally, this is a tough TCU defense that will make it really uncomfortable for Kansas, especially in the half court where they like to thrive. Um, and they can capitalize on those turnovers. Kansas just lost to number 13 Kansas State. Rivalry game, away game, overtime game. Only lost by one. So you've got to imagine they're going to be up for this one as well. It's a bounce back spot for kind of both teams here. Kansas' defense is no joke, but they do have trouble fouling a lot too. And that should lend itself to TCU as well. I think this is too many points. I think they can keep it closer than eight. So I like TCU plus seven and a half. We're speaking with Danielle Alvari, VEASAN betting analyst, talking all things college hoops. 9 a.m. West Coast time, noon, noon Eastern time, I should say. Uh, Miami and Duke out in Cameron Indoor Stadium. Duke mm. probably stewing over that loss to Clemson last <laughs> week. They've had a whole week to try to get over that. Uh, but you like the other side. Why are you going with the Hurricanes on the road here? I like what I've seen from them lately. Their offense has looked a little more composed than usual. They won their last game 82-78 to over Syracuse. Four different players scored 13 or more points in that one. Uh, and also, they ranked 10th nationally in adjusted offensive efficiency. So that's more what I'm banking on here is that these defenses are going to match up pretty nicely. So five points seems like too many for me for a Miami team's offense that has looked pretty smooth to me lately. Meanwhile, Duke just lost to Clemson on the road, which, of course, is a really tough environment. Clemson's been rolling at home. But uh, this Duke offense just ranks horribly right now especially an effective field goal percentage so i'm going to take the five points here if it was closer to even four i think i would be less enticed but this five seems like too many
we keep waiting for the kind of the light to click on for Duke and maybe it will in February, but these young talented kids, they got seven freshmen, three graduate transfers, but you've seen some really terrible, even in victory, some terrible performances out of Duke. They were life and death to win at Boston college. They, you know, got a late rally to go ahead and finish at a Pittsburgh NC state beat the hell out of him in Raleigh. So yeah, Duke's not playing good ball right now. And, uh, you know, John Shire and part of it's Jeremy Roach, their point guard, the one veteran they have on their team has missed. So keep an eye on his status. Uh, uh, Danielle, uh, we'll stick in the ACC here. And this is, uh, uh, one that I'm on, but I'm on the side Clemson and Virginia Mm -hmm. tech. You're looking uh, at the total in this one. Yes, very nervously looking at it, and yet gave it as my best bet to Matt Humans earlier. <laughs> so uh, let's let's dive into it a little. Um, Clemson obviously beat Virginia Tech uh, sixty-eight to sixty-five just recently on January fourth, very low-scoring game, and yet I'm going over here. I think the total is adjusted too far down here. I can see this being easily over seventy points for both teams, despite the fact, and this is where you get a little shaky, is the two Clemson guards are injured, right? You have your point guard Chase Hunter and then Alex Hemingway. Now Hemingway's been out since December seventeenth, but Hunter. Just missed the first uh, game most recently. Leads leads the Tigers in assists with 77 and is second in scoring. So big loss for them. They put Josh Beadle in last game. First start, scored a career high eight points, of course. But Clemson's back at home. They had an extra day of rest to figure out this new situation. Plus, again, I think this total may have dropped a little bit too much in reaction to those Clemson absences because Virginia Tech just got back Hunter Couture, too. Uh, he just came back in the last game, which is great because VTech was on that or is on that six-game losing streak, and in that middle four, Hunter has been gone. So just got him back. Incredible three-point shooter. So I think that should be factored in here. And they also put up 68 points against a very good Virginia defense. This is a good offensive team, 37th in offensive efficiency, and five players averaging more than nine points per game. And they take care of the ball well, which is super important to me here. 11th in turnover percentage on the defensive side. They gave up 78 points in their last game, which is uncharacteristic, should tighten up, but I'm hoping not too much. They have struggled defensively on the road. They're giving up 72 points per game. Uh, And Clemson, as you know, defense is 140th in points per game given up. They give up 87 points in their last game. Uh, They scored 77 most recently in that loss to Wake Forest. So I still like Clemson to score in this spot. I don't know if I like them to cover. They are at home. Like I said, they've been doing really well at home. Uh, Wes, is that the side that you're on? Because I'm on the over 142 and a half. I am am looking at the Virginia Tech Hokies to finally get off the schneid here. They didn't do it against Virginia, but... Like Danielle mentioned, Hunter Cater, who transferred from Wofford, where Mike Young actually was previously. Yeah. But Virginia Tech, I think they're good at executing. They're not really that athletic. But Clemson, as Danielle mm-hmm. mentioned, very banged up in the backcourt. Danielle, we, yeah. got about four, we got about 40 seconds left here. Texas Tech, Kansas State out in the Big 12 here. Wildcats laying five total, 145. This is one of those situations where you bet on a team and you're like getting too buddy buddy with them. And I'm like, I'm back in Kansas State. They've been making me money. So maybe this is a letdown spot for the Wildcats. Maybe five is too much. Texas Tech could attack inside, maybe control the glass. But the Wildcats have been rolling. I'm going to stick with them at home. Uh, the Red Raiders are 293rd in turnover rate. And I don't know if you noticed my whole time here. I hate turnovers. I hate when you have too many turnovers. I mm-hmm. can't back teams that have them. And Kansas State just beat that number two Kansas team in overtime. I think Kansas State is for real. Their offense has been clicking really, really well. Uh, can Texas Tech keep this close? Maybe, but I don't think so. So I'm going to go Kansas State minus five. There you go. Unfortunately for me, the team that I've become buddy-buddy with is Ohio State, and they keep losing me money. She is Danielle Alvari, oh. <laughs> decent betting analyst. Danielle, we'll talk to you next week. Hope all is well. Okay, bye, guys. Thank you, Danielle. <laughs> uh, great stuff there from Danielle. We'll have more VEASAN Live Bet tonight on the other side. 
This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports. VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99 and become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We just had Danielle Alvari, VEASAN betting analyst, join us in the last segment. Danielle Excited for her UCLA Bruins mm-hmm. on the college basketball card, but also has some other plays as well yeah, to go along. That's a big game tomorrow at UCLA Massive. and Arizona. Probably, arguably the uh, best game of the day, but yeah, we've got so. some top 25 matchups. You know, TCU in Kansas, another very good one. Uh, uh, some teams trying to get off the schneid like Texas Tech against Kansas mm-hmm. State. Texas Tech still winless in the Big 12, 0 and 6, uh, 10 and 8 overall. Uh, and then some uh, some uh, tricky spots, and then of course, uh, uh, poor UOP Pacific. Uh, yeah. They they've got to deal with Gonzaga it's off, tough that, draw off that loss, losing all those streaks last night at the kennel up there in Spokane. So uh, that'll be a late night game. You've got some uh, you know n- mid major ranked teams as well that have some tricky road spots. FAU, uh, my mm-hmm. guy Dusty May, Indiana University classmate. They are going to UTEP tomorrow. That'll be a later night game on the card. Charleston and Northeastern. Charleston College of Charleston has the nation's longest winning uh, longest winning streak right now, nineteen wow. games, and they are and I think the eighteenth in the country. I yeah, believe? yeah, I think they're nine uh, nine point favorites tomorrow at eight and ten Northeastern. But I went against Charleston last night. Got there with Monmouth, who's the worst team in that conference, of course, moving from the MAC to the uh, CAA, the Colonial Athletic Association. So, uh, you know. When you're a wagon like that in a mid-major conference, mm-hmm. every team is going to get up for you. So these become a little bit trickier, and as you keep winning, they keep pricing you higher. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, CFC handles that tomorrow. I was, I'm looking at bracket matrix right now just to see what seeding Charleston would be. And I was like, man, I didn't think I was going to have to scroll down this far. And I get it or whatever. Like, they're a low major program yeah. and all that stuff. But a 12 seed. Yeah, Pat. And, 18, and I, I, well, I got to wow. tell you, and this is going to sound cliche because we're going to hear that all through February and March. That's the 12 seed you don't want to see in your brag, but you really don't. You don't Pat know. Kelsey's got a really good team down there. So, uh, you know, we shall see. Hopefully, for them, uh, their sake, they don't get too trendy. Then you've still got St. Mary's, top 10 in the Ken Palm, not rated. In the AP top twenty-five, yeah. how about this? They get Santa Clara, who's sixteen and five, laying twelve to Santa Clara. Wow! But I, I would lay it before I would take it though, because I think St. Mary's a team like that that maybe doesn't feel like they get respect. Mm-hmm. They tend to truck teams, so that'll be interesting. That's a uh, good West Coast Conference matchup tomorrow. I'm just, I'm getting excited looking at bracket matrix for the tournament because it's like, oh, we got to get the seeding gears turning and all that stuff and figure out what's going on. Right. Looking at like the current number one seeds according to back bracket matrix, which is uh, of 
pretty much an average and a compilation of all the brackets across, like all the bracketologies, Lenardi and mm-hmm. whoever's and mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's it's a collection of all that data. Uh, the current one seats are Kansas, Purdue, Alabama, and Houston. Any arguments there? I can't really. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't necessarily really argue that. I think those have been the four that have been playing the best. Look, U- UCLA, you might put in there uh, too if they go ahead and knock off Arizona. So mm-hmm. uh, we shall see uh, what happens there. Uh, uh, interesting uh, cover situation in an NBA game that just went final. 131 to 126, Clippers over the Spurs. Remember, the Clippers are down seven at the half. Yep. They were up by 11 with 109 left to go. Oh, no. And they don't get the cover. So hopefully you just played Clippers second half. You got there pretty easily. That's a tough one for the folks that have Clippers uh, in the in the full game there. Yeah, NBA, in, NBA action. It's fantastic, right? <laughs> not, what, and sometimes not if you're a better. That's what the slogan used to be. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Denver Nuggets lead the Indiana Pacers 81-63. Right now, Denver length 13.5 total, 231.5. Yeah, Denver Denver just running away from from this uh, Pacers team. This, You know, Tyrese Halliburton, I guess it shows you how important that he is because yeah. – they have not won or covered a game, and they're looking at maybe an 0-5 streak here. Den- Denver, we- we've been praising Denver. It's like, yeah. you know, nobody's given this team respect because they haven't done it yet. You know, they haven't gotten to the conference final or they haven't gotten to the NBA finals. But this, to me, at least right now, they are the team. That, and it's not because of the, just looking at the records. This is the team to beat in the Western Conference. Because I think that they're healthy now. You've got a guy playing absolutely out of this world, as uh, Kim Olajuwon said. He's got all the tricks, mm-hmm. and he does. And, uh, you know, not in there tonight. But all these other guys are getting better, too. Aaron Gordon, uh, KCP's been a nice addition, I think, to uh, to the team. Uh, uh, just Jamal Murray is healthy. Bones mm-hmm. Highland off the bench. So Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. really coming into his own. If he can stay healthy, you know, that guy's going to, zoom up the charts in terms of NBA, but uh, you know, Tyrese Halliburton, the pace, Pacers absolutely miss him, and you're seeing it again tonight as the Pacers on the verge of getting blown out here in the Mile High City. You know what I think Denver is? I think it's a good case, and not just for betters, but for just the normal sports talk that we see um, on a day-to-day basis. It's the out-of-sight, out-of-mind thing, mm-hmm. and, and I think people forget the reason why Denver was out-of-sight deep into the playoffs is because those guys were hurt. Yeah. It wasn't because they just had all these shortcomings and were or habitual choke artists or something like that. Like they made the conference finals in the bubble. Now say what you will about the bubble, but Hey, right. Like, it's still an accomplishment. Like, hey, the Lakers some... did not hang their banner. Exactly. when they won. Yeah, everything counts from what happened in the bubble when they went to the Western conference finals. And then those two years afterwards, Murray Porter, those guys were hurt and it was Jokic and friends out there on the court in the playoffs. And so, of course, they were going to lose. And look at the teams that they lost to. The, the year after the bubble, they lost to the Phoenix Suns, who went all the way to the NBA Finals. And then last year, they lost to the Golden State Warriors, who won the NBA Finals. So mm-hmm. they didn't lose to like the Sisters of the Blind or something no. like that. Like they, they lost to quality teams. And now that they're healthy, they're the quality team. Like To me, it just makes sense. But for some reason, just because we haven't seen it for a couple of years, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, they underperform and all this stuff. It's like, no, they were just hurt which is a perfectly yeah. reasonable explanation for having p- playoff failures. <laughs> Absolutely. And and look, you know, teams get better as they, as they get chemistry and I think Denver yeah. being healthy at the right time cuz they had all their injuries early in the season, you know. So get healthy and get them stay out early. healthy and uh and Denver has absolutely done that as they are looking to go to 33 and 13 20 point lead over the Pacers right now. 
Well, the team that's tied at the top of the Western Conference with the Denver Nuggets, or at least right there with them, is the Memphis Grizzlies, who currently trail the Los Angeles Lakers 26-23 early on in the game, uh, about to start the second quarter here. But the Grizz now laying three and a half total, 231 and a half here in this contest. And looking at the box score, you mentioned Steven Adams. You hit yeah. the nail on the head with that one. Already seven rebounds yeah. for Steven Adams. Yeah, just, you know, I mean, Thomas Bryant, you know, not the greatest defender, I will say, mm-hmm. even though he's an Indiana guy. But uh, yeah, we gotta you know, be honest. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. Not the greatest defender, a guy that can step out and shoot, and certainly has really helped the Lakers. You know, they've needed him kind of in a pinch. But if you look, just no size outside of Thomas Bryan. A bunch of small forwards that Stephen Adams can just beast on the glass against these guys. Yeah, Adams nine points to go with those seven rebounds, four or five from the field. So it's a big night there for Adams. Jaron Jackson Jr., no points. John Morant, two points, one of six shooting for job. But that Memphis team, they're so deep. Uh, I mean, I, maybe the Lakers can hang in there. You mentioned that they've been really good as home underdogs this season. But, man, I don't know how they can hang with four quarters with these guys. This is going to be a tough, tough task for the Lake Show, even if it's at home. Uh, the Kings, they trail the Oklahoma City Thunder early on in the second quarter. OKC up 38-33. to 33. Kings now laying one and a half total, sitting at two forty-five and a half. Yeah, a lot of a lot of points as we kind of expected here. What was it? Was it thirty-six, thirty-three after the end, or thirty-two, thirty-three yeah. at the end of the first quarter? Uh, uh, SGA with nine. It's Lugens Dort, the leading scorer with eleven so far. Keegan Murray four of four, ten points to lead the Kings. And then Brooklyn seventy-eight, Jazz seventy-two right now in Salt Lake City. Two oh seven left to go. In the third quarter, Kyrie Irving, 27 points. He leads the way for the Nets in this contest. Also has, uh, I believe, six assists, or six rebounds, yeah. I should say. Six rebounds and five assists to go along with those 27. Good defense for the Nets here so far in the third quarter, only giving up 17 points. And, you know, this is like Brooklyn. We were talking about that, you know, a little bit potentially with the second half under. It's like, okay, this is the one they feel they really got to have. You don't mm-hmm. want to go winless. Now, you still got to play the Warriors. That doesn't mean you can't go beat them because they're going to be up for them. But it's like, we don't want to have an 0-4 or even a 1-3 and road trip, but this is the one we have to have. So you're seeing them really suck it up here in the second half. The Nets miss Durant. It <laughs> goes, yeah. goes without saying, but it's uh, been pretty obvious that uh, since he's left the lineup, they haven't won a game. So maybe KD, whenever he gets back, maybe post-All-Star break, they can get back into being one of those contenders out in the Eastern Conference. We'll wrap up hour number two on the other side, talking a little American Express on the PGA Tour. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football playoffs are heating up with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all things football this playoff season. Celebrate this weekend with our divisional round parlay insurance, then extend the fun throughout the rest of the playoffs. With our playoffs first TD insurance, log on to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. It's VSIN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We will be discussing the NFL Divisional Round Weekend coming up in the next segment to start our number three as we give you some in-game betting strategies and some of our plays from Divisional Round Weekend. Like I said, my favorite weekend in all of sports with four Fantastic football games on deck starting tomorrow afternoon. But right now in the NBA, Lakers, they were leading to start the second quarter. Now trail the Memphis Grizzlies 32-27. to Grizzlies back up to 6.5-point favorites. Total sitting at 2.30.5. We were discussing it during the break. Like, oh, how old is LeBron James? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Oh, he's 38 years old. He's still making plays. He made a block on Desmond Bain, prevented a layup there, and... Still not as athletic as he used to be, but right. for someone who's 38 years old to be running around with all these guys, pretty damn impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they got what was the milestone you said about he the said blocks? Became uh, the third player to be have to have 2,000 steals and 1,000 blocks, or maybe it's vice versa. Uh, but it's 2,000 and 1,000 for both of them, though, uh, for LeBron James. So it was him, Akeem Olajuwon, and Carl Malone. It's good company. Really good company to be in. Yeah, so uh, LeBron, by the way, uh, seven points, three of nine from the floor. Russ with eight off the bench. So uh, uh, 32 to 27. It's been a nine to one run for Memphis to uh, go ahead and start this quarter. And speaking of run, Indiana maybe not wanting to go away. They were just down 20. We were talking like, it feels like 30 Uh seconds ago, and now they're only down 10. So uh, Indiana starting to make at least a little bit of a run here, uh, trying to, 
stay close and and stop this uh, this uh, losing streak of uh, four in a row, actually five in a row, but four in a row without Tyrese Halliburton. So Denver hits a bucket here, though, eighty eight to seventy six. About two thirty left to go in the third. Well, we get a close game. We said NBA games don't start until five minutes left, so. Uh, maybe the Pacers can go ahead and uh, cut into this lead. Man, that'd be a massive win for this young Pacers team if they were able to be. Oh wow! Just as we're talking about that, right. just throw up an alley oop. <laughs> yeah, Denver a couple Nuggets dunks. <laughs> uh, Christian Braun, the first rounder out of Kansas, and then uh, KCP uh, makes a dunk, and then uh, now here comes a turnover. There we go, and we're about to. I Jeez. think maybe have a third dunk. I was like, is this a dunk contest yeah, in Denver? Yeah, What's just going when I said on? something, and now. Uh, <laughs> Timeout on the floor. That bench is feeling it. Everybody's getting yeah. dunks tonight on the Pacers now. Timeout, 92 to 76, 157 left to go. Just like that, Denver now back up to a 12 and a half point favorite total sitting at 233 and a half. Uh, but we also have the game in Utah now entering the fourth quarter. Nets Jazz tied at 83. Utah laying three and a half total sitting at 222 and a half in that game in the Salt Lake City. Kyrie, 27 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists to lead the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, Royce O'Neal with 13. Nick Claxton with 17 for the Utah Jazz. Jordan Clarkson with 22. Uh, 14 for Colin Sexton off the bench. Uh, slow night for Markinen from the floor. Only 4 of 10 with 11 points. But uh, we'll see if maybe, if you're looking at an end game, I would look at the total here because I think if this is going to stay close, they had 60 points now in the third quarter, uh, but I think you're going to get a lower score in fourth quarter here. I, I just think that the Nets, hey, fellas, we really got to have this, you know, mm-hmm. because we don't want to risk potentially going winless on this road trip. So this could be, you know, especially when getting that final five, six minutes where it starts to slow down, that might be the time to get in on an in-game under. Especially when those possessions start to get a little bit more valuable. Yeah. Uh, in a close game, their pace slows down, and, and you get the st- and you get the starters in, so yeah. you would expect probably better defense out of both of these teams. Yeah, they start to uh, actually play uh, to win games versus just going out there and and chucking around. Um, middle of the second quarter, Thunder up fifty to forty four on Sacramento. OKC laying one and a half total, two forty three and a half. We were singing the praises of Mike Brown and this Kings team this season. And how the, I mean, they're the three seed in the Western Conference right now. They've mm-hmm. had a heck of a year, but uh, starting to struggle a little bit here against this OKC team that many yeah. think are uh, playing for uh, for some ping pong ball. Yeah, and yet they're not doing a good enough job of it, though. No. Apparently, and they're one game under five hundred, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, they could go to five hundred if they get the win over Sacramento tonight. And uh, look, Sacramento. I mean, obviously they coveted Sabonis. De'Aaron Fox was a guy that I think is a cornerstone of the franchise uh, for them, but. You know, they got some guys that maybe some teams gave up on, uh, you know, on the bench uh, with Malik Monk and Trey Lyles, you know, have kind of been around a couple teams just looking for a place to stick. And sometimes you see that with these young players. But uh, Sacramento, Sacramento, I think, has been like the nice surprise of the season. Uh, that trade, of course, worked out for both teams, I think, with that. Uh, Halliburton leaving Sacramento and coming to Indiana and then Sabonis going mm. out to Sacramento. Well, we got five minutes left here in this hour. Wanted to discuss the American Express going on on the PGA Tour in California because we're through 36 holes now. And I know they got the, the rotating of the courses mm-hmm. playing on through. The, there's the Nicholas course, and then there's the stadium course, and also the uh, the other one that now is escaping my memory here. Uh, is it the, the La Quinta the, Country the, Club? The La Quinta, yeah, the La Quinta Country Club uh, is what they have as the third course out there. 
in Cali. And right now, through 36 holes, our leader is the same as it was after 18 holes. Uh, Davis Thompson. I don't want to say if he's unknown, but he's a young guy. And he has played really well here so far through two days. 62 on Thursday. Follows that up with a 64 today. I believe he has five eagles Mm -hmm. so far through 36 holes. Yeah. I mean, he's been awesome. I mean, the odds are starting to reflect it now as he is now the second favorite to win this. Two shots behind him is the tournament favorite, the pre-tourney favorite in John Rahm, who's at 16 under and now plus 120 to win the tournament. Davis Thompson, a former number one world-ranked amateur, played at the University of Georgia like a lot of guys on the PGA Tour. But, uh, uh, you know, following up uh, with the 64 after you shoot a 62 the day before, very impressive, I believe. I'm just kind of going to look and, and make sure which guys are on what course in terms of the rotation. I believe Davis Thompson, I think he's going to have to play the uh, the Pete Dye tomorrow. Mm. I believe that's where he is. Obviously, check the rotation. He was on the Nicholas Tournament course today, as was John Rahm, and as was my guy who's tied for third, or at least my closest pursuer, that being Tom Kim. There you go. Who shot uh, uh, 10 under today, 62 after a rough start over there at uh, La Quinta, only three under par. So Tom Kim does go to the main stadium course on Saturday. Of course, each player plays around at each of the three courses, and then they go to stadium course on uh, Sunday for the final round. So I'm trying to get you some scoring here. Yeah, round two scoring. The the Nicholas Tournament course played the easiest yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, today it was about 2.65 under par. It was 281 on Thursday La Quinta, second easiest course. Uh, Thursday played 2.61. Today it was 2.56. The stadium course is where you had to drop off about a half a stroke. It was 2.02. Today it was 1.54. Maybe a little bit more wind today. I didn't. It didn't look that much windier, but potentially I think that's what it is. But uh, John Rahm, who has won this event before, won it in 2019. Actually, 2018, I should say. So... He's obviously the rightful favorite. And then you have you have Tom Kim right there, Sun JM, JT Poston, a guy mm-hmm. that I almost played this week. Postman. Uh, yeah, right there. Did not play great in Sony last week, but he's a guy that usually does very well on Birdie Fest. Had him last year at the John Deere Classic, won the Wyndham. You know, those events where you got to shoot 23, 24 under par. That's where that's what you're looking at with these guys. Uh, also a nice surprise about Jason. You know, a couple guys actually. That have fallen off the, the the beaten path a little bit, and you know, not winning like they used to. But Jason Day eight under today. He is tied for third at thirteen under. Uh, uh, Ricky Fowler starting to play a little bit better. Where did Ricky? Okay, he finished down at eight under. Mm-hmm. Must have gave a couple away late. But I saw him at double digits under par. Justin Rose eleven under par, uh, uh, tied for ninth. I also have Taylor Montgomery uh, tied for ninth. So. Right now, I'm I'm just looking at where the cut would be. By the way, the cut's going to be low 65 in ties, mm-hmm. so that's where you're, that's where you're going to want to be. Some uh, big names perilously close to the uh, cut. Scotty Scheffler also has has played very well, tied for ninth. That is 65 today, so 66 and 60, or excuse me, uh, 65 and 68 uh, yesterday. So he's been playing well. I don't know. I'm not really going to add anybody. I've got a mm-hmm. couple guys in the mix and got some top 10s and top 20s that look to be in good shape. I think maybe if you add somebody, Patrick Cantlay uh, has finished runner-up here before, and you're getting him at 35-1. to 1. All right. Uh, yeah, because you don't want to go too long of a shot here because it's hard when – 
you know, you got John Rahm shooting 16 yeah. under par. He's a tough guy to catch, as we saw already <laughs> yeah. this year. There's a lot of ground to make up here. Davis Thompson leading the way at 18 under, 62 on Thursday, 64 on Friday. And then we'll play 18 more tomorrow. Then it'll be the cut after 54. Yes. And then we'll play the final 18 on Sunday. All right. That is it for hour number two. Come on back. Hour number three. We go to the NFL Divisional Round Weekend coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus